Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Ooh, you can't come in here. You, you can't put your hat on now. Come on. I just asked the Tolos to t- tune in. Fan cam, Twitch. And YouTube, oh, yeah. Bobby Belt shaving. Ooh, the- with those white lights, it really looks like it's receded roughly. Well, you, without the hat on, Sean and I have tried this. Without the hat on, you you can't. My my eyes can't see. Oh it's yeah, lights anyway. Yeah 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 yeah. No, I'm just uh yeah. This is uh this is a pretty aggressive look, especially when you look on the cam. Look how gosh, look how far back that goes right there. We got you. Uh, we need to get me a hair sponsor. We got you taken care of. <laughs> Blumenthal's on it. <laughs> Let's go, Stephanie. What's going on? What, 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 you shaved the I was face already, I and was, now? Well, the face was uh, I used the wrong guard, and then it was too late, and then I had to uh, go the rest of it. Uh, this was, I was already thinking it was time to do a reset, do a shave again, and yesterday, as I was already thinking it, Reggie came in, and he went, about time to cut that hair, huh, Bubba? I was like, ah, oh, crap. That's it, it, Reggie. Yeah, Reggie saying it. I was like, no, because you this I was, much? I was already thinking it. Like, I was thinking about doing it before I got on the plane. I didn't have enough time on Saturday to do it. And then when Reggie said something the very first day, I'm like, all right, see, like it is time. That confirms hmm. my thought. And so I woke up this morning. My kids haven't seen it. The wife hasn't seen it. I literally woke up this morning at like four o'clock. And this did it. morning. Uh huh. So do you normally buzz your own? You cut your own hair? Uh, like the last five or six times I have. Wow. Yeah. So. I thought the wife was against this look. She doesn't love it, but she did. Like you she just does, had a bet with Wolchuk to where you weren't supposed to shave your beard. Which I didn't clean shave. Clean shave. There was still a shadow. As long as there's a shadow, it's okay. She's okay with. Okay. She doesn't want completely clean. This, she's okay with as long as the only aspect is I'm going to have to wear a hat probably for like three weeks a month because she likes... She likes how the hats fit when it's down this short, but otherwise she doesn't want to see my head. Okay. You know what I mean? Choppy, as our uh, insider on this topic and manner, what's your what's your assessment here? I, I honestly go shorter. You mean like this was a four. A four? A four. Mm-hmm. You mean get rid of all of it? Well, you could. You know, you could go a little bit shorter. Um I did a two by accident oh, a couple that's, that's, that's uh, like, like last year, and she was horrified. That's like nothing. Okay. Yeah. So this morning when you make the FaceTime call for the kids to go to school, mm-hmm. what is it going to be on the other end? Uh, the youngest will scream. She leads. <laughs> she leans into it. When I shaved my face the other day, she screamed, and she was like, get really? away from me. Get away from me. <laughs> and so she'll be, she'll yeah, be pretty bad. And your wife? Um, she'll go, what did you do? And then she'll just be, she's like, you're going to have to wear a hat for the next month. She'll say that. So she doesn't like that. She wants you to have longer. She doesn't, no, no, no. She doesn't like the, see, she likes the in-between. So she doesn't like my beard being too long, but she doesn't like it cut short. She likes like the two weeks of growth. And then same with the hair. She likes it growing out a little bit, but she doesn't want it getting hmm. raggedy and she doesn't want it being buzzed down. Okay. She's very particular. Fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube. Roberto, I just want to make sure you're not going through it. Putting anything. my hat back on now. Okay. <laughs> just want to make sure this isn't any 
any any any crisis or any no i'm not about to have a really long like you know reflective facebook post or anything don't worry okay <laughs> yeah because you're too good for facebook right all right we talked about this to open the show what do you make of steven and jerry jones canceling on the radio station yesterday and today no jerry at 8 30 to recap the season as usual so i think i think jerry did cancel on you guys last year Okay. I think yeah. we couldn't find it in the system. And I know Jerry canceled on you at the bye week when they traded Amari and fired Paul Alexander. I remember yes. that. And I remember the following week when he came on and you guys asked him, so what was the deal? Why'd you, he said, I knew what we had going on and I didn't trust I could keep my mouth shut. And so it does always, Stephen canceling doesn't necessarily pique my interest as much as whatever Jerry does. Cause it's like, oh, what does he not, tr- what secret doesn't he trust himself with? Because you now, said Steven was irate right after the game. Steven, Steven looked pretty mad after the game. He was, uh, he he didn't have, like, a lot of other people looked kind of sullen or sad or whatever. Or it, you know, it wasn't emotionless. He just looked kind of just frustrated and, and fed up. I, I don't think fed up with anybody in general, just sort of like, man, another year. Like, I think it was one of those kind of things. So would you lean more towards someone losing their job? Uh, coaching interviews, assistant interviews, or we we just we just don't want to talk. I mean, they were definitely interviewing their own coaches yesterday. They were doing the exit interviews, and they've got a a lot of the assistants are without contracts. A lot of them are coming out, and so like, can you say who? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think the uh, I think Robert Prince has one, and I think the coordinators have one. I don't know and Robert Prince is who the receivers coach. I don't know if any of the others do. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure Philbin is out. Philbin is out. Um, uh, maybe maybe one or two of the defensive coaches still has one, but Philbin's out. Al Harris, I believe, is out. Um, uh, Doug Nussmeyer, I think, has contracts up. And so, I mean, there's, there's a lot of guys who are up for review. If I guessed that this could have something to do with Kellen Moore, would it surprise you? I know no. how you feel about Kellen. But someone I called about this yesterday said, Kellen Moore is going to have to answer. They're going to sit down and say, why did we score 12 points? Why didn't the interceptions stop? Why do I have these questions about a guy I'm paying $40 million to? Where are the other receiving weapons besides C.D. Lamb? Kellen Moore is going to have to answer those questions. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that that's... I, I don't want to say it as easy as like, oh, Kellen Moore's on the hot seat or, oh, Kellen Moore's going to get fired or anything else like that. But if you tell me this week they're looking for a new offensive coordinator, I would go, okay, that makes sense. That would make sense for them. I will say this. Wouldn't surprise me. It would not surprise you. Wouldn't surprise me. I don't necessarily think it's the right thing to do, but it wouldn't surprise me. Me, too, me either. I don't know that it's the right thing to do, but if you feel like something needs to change on offense, it's much easier to reset the coordinator than the quarterback right now. Yeah, you're not resetting the quarterback, probably. We'll get into that possibility and discussion a little bit later on. I will say this, and this will probably make you want to keep Kellen Moore, Bobby, and never criticize him again. Yesterday, uh, as Dan Orlovsky was deleting his post towards me after I had to sun him, after I had to check him, and he deleted his post, uh, I watched them all on TV, and he went at Kellen Moore. He was breaking down some of the plays, and and he and he did throw out the disclaimer. He's very dear friends with Kellen, but if he was in the building, he thinks someone should go up to Kellen and say, "This is basic offense. 
this stuff is too basic and you got to be a little bit more creative. Oh, and I couldn't wait to relay that to you, that your lovely, lovely Dan Orlovsky was agreeing with you over some generic Kellen Moore offense. And Rex Ryan really broke it down as well. Now, when it comes to defense, I listen to Rex. I respect Rex. And feet. When it comes to feet. defense and toes. Uh-huh. Well, and- I guess you could say that he knows what he knows what's easy to stop. Well, he was talking about the predictability and why corners, why the interception. First off, the first interception he blamed on Michael Gallup. Um, and then he was talking about the receiver able to jump that, the corner able to jump that route and pick it off because predictability of these Cowboy routes. So that was Rex and Orlovsky agreeing with you, Bobby, and Broadus. Well, first off, I will say. Now what you think? On Dan Orlovsky, uh, uh, blind squirrel found a broken clock. Like that's that's what that is. That's you know that, that's put two it's 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 mixing the the idioms. Uh, yeah. But I mean, yeah, occasionally you're gonna be right by even by accident, and uh, that's Dan Orlovsky is the the proof of that. The other aspect is there's a lot of disagreement. I think with I, I still think MG gave up on the route. Like I think he didn't. Dak certainly has his own problem there, but I think Gallup gave up and didn't fight back to the ball. There's a lot of other players on there yesterday who were saying this is absolutely not Michael Gallup's fault. Justin March, who used to play here, had tweeted. He said, this is a fire blown, fire zone blitz three under three deep. He said the edge rusher up top was supposed to take the running back in the flat. And he said, it looks like the corner saw the back open and he started to run at him and was just in the spot to pick it off. So he doesn't even think the corner was driving on the route to pick it off. He thinks the corner was driving to go get that guy and then... Just happened the to be there, there. when the ball Here, got Here's thrown. my question. If, if Dak was throwing a Michael Gallup on that play, that ball typically needs to be in the air before he even makes his break. Dak was late. Around. Dak I mean, was late. Dak, Dak was late. Your, your receiver needs to help you. Sure, but if Dak's on time, it's not picked. Yeah, but he didn't He didn't come back to where he was supposed to be on the route. That's the Orlovsky breakdown as well that Basic was loving. He was timing Dak's hitches, you know, and he said when you get to the third hitch and the third pause, you're late. You're, you're already late. And when Dak is absolutely at his best, I always come in and talk about his rhythm. One, two, three, out. One, I mean, he was in rhythm. He was in the zone against Tampa. And Orlovsky did slow down and isolate that hesitation, the stuff that Steve Young. We were watching the Monday night pregame when Steve Young and and, and Eli Manning Eli. and Peyton, they were breaking down Dak's hesitation. And they kept talking about him not seeing the field and not seeing defenses the way they would expect him to in year seven. That has been a theme uh, that people have talked about here at least for the last two weeks. They, the, the biggest coaching mistake I think Mike McCarthy made was not Mike Nolan. I think it was letting Kitna go. Kitna was the best thing for Dak's development. We've never seen him make a bigger leap than he did with Kitna. And Kitna came in and the biggest focus for Kitna was the footwork. That was the thing that he drove home the most with him. I mean, I think Kitna said the first two weeks they didn't pick up a ball where they just, they were literally having him practice just on his feet. Like, don't even worry about throwing. I'm just getting your feet right. And so I, I would, I'd love to see somebody like that come back in here. I really like Doug Nussmeyer. I think Doug Nussmeyer is really good. I just, you know, maybe you've reached a point where that's capped. Maybe they, you've gotten all you can out of that. Um, maybe you, uh, if if you want to keep Doug Nussmeyer, they've done this already with him. You move him to another spot. He was the tight ends coach initially when he was here. Maybe you move him around, have him look at another position. But in general, uh, I, I still think that 
it would have been nice to keep John Kitna here through these last three extra years of development. And now let's get to the Zeke report. Ten hours ago from Michael Gelkin, Dallas Morning News. Zeke wants to stay with the Cowboys in 2023, and he's willing to accept a pay cut in order to achieve that, a source says. Kevin Hagan did a great breakdown yesterday. You also sent us the numbers last night of trying to get to about $3 million. That's how low we could be talking here. Yeah. As the majority of the Tolos saying, no, 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 no. Yeah, we're good. No. Yeah, I would want him down around three. I don't even know that the Cowboys would make him him go that far. Three hundred (laughs) thousand. There there, there is, there is no. I mean, I I mean, I'd I'd love veteran minimum. He's not going to take that. Um, But I mean, to me, I I don't know that he would take even three million. I know he says, "Oh, I want to be here. I'd take a pay cut." But like realistically, what does that mean? What what is your look? Here's Quick, the, quickly tell me how old Zeke is. Somewhere. Twenty. He's twenty seven. It'll be twenty eight in July. He's twenty seven. Which this is the that's he's, forty as a running back. He's set. Oh man, twenty seven, and we're already like basically treating this as the end. Yeah, I mean that's why they call it the twenty seven club. It's about running backs who are uh, over the hill, and when they hit twenty seven, they they no longer perform. But I, the thing with Zeke is, chop. How many yards did he end up with this year? Guess. Uh, 675. 876. 876-12 he... touchdowns, 3.8 a carry. You can throw in the two uh, playoff games. He still didn't hit 1,000 yards. If you add the playoff if games? If you add the playoff games, he still didn't hit 1,000. So, I mean, yeah. that's how that, he's, he's just – look, bottom line, he's not an effective football player anymore. He's just not. He averaged 2.3 in the postseason. He averaged under three yards per carry in each of the final four games. He's, I mean, you look at over his last 29 games, he's averaging 3.5 yards per carry. 29 games, basically two seasons. All right, so what are we willing to keep him at? Nothing. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. Like you, 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 you find somebody in the, you know, and you don't re-sign Tony Pollard either. You find somebody in the fourth round and you make it work. Here's what I don't. That's what you do. I, I, that's, what, that's what Philadelphia would do. It's nice. It's nice to say, oh, I'll take, uh, I'll take less money. I'm, I'm willing to do this or that. There were but there the were, spirit Brad Shane would say okay. the, what he brings to your team. This, all the old school guys with Michael Irvin. You need that toughness in the grind. This year was great. Last year was a a bit of a, a process to get Zeke to accept I'm not the guy. Right. It, it was a bit of a painful process at times last year for them. Like in the building. And so it's easy for him to say he wants to be here until they say, well, how about $3 million to be a backup? And then he goes, well, that's disrespectful. No, like I was willing to take a pickup, but that, I mean, that's what you're basically, you're, you're going to have to ask him basically, hey, we need to cut your salary to one-fifth or less of what it is. All right, y'all. Less. Yeah, one-tenth. That's the decision. You willing <laughs> to take him at three mil? Does it have to be less? Or just no, it's over, and him playing center should be the last play of his Cowboys career. That's inside the star here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby. Should the league outlaw the play that ended Tony Pollard's season? The Giants are making their future decisions. Aaron Rodgers traded. Lamar Jackson disrespected and Tom Brady gone around the rest of the NFL after this. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Thanks to Texas, William. And we're going to address this George Kittle conspiracy theory coming up in a minute. A lot of Tolos have been sending this to us. But Tom Pelissero just tweeted 20 minutes ago, the Cardinals are flying in Dan Quinn tonight for a second interview for their head coaching job. Quinn also is a top candidate for the Broncos and the Colts who want to bring him in later this week. First big domino falling soon, question mark. From Tom Pelissero, Cardinals flying him in. Second interview tonight. Okay. All right. I, I would think that Arizona and, and Denver would go with an offensive guy. I, you couldn't pay me to hire a defensive coach as a head coach. I want, I want offense. All I care about is the quarterback. I want offense. Defense will find somebody else to deal with that. Uh, I'd be surprised if I have Kyler Murray, who has regressed, and Russell Wilson, who stinks. And I would hire a defensive guy for that. So you wouldn't hire Belichick? Belichick is totally different. He's the best offensive coordinator and the best special teams guy and the best defensive coordinator in the NFL. There's he a, literally does. I mean, he does everything. Whatever he does, he's the best at. I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I do obviously understand a deference to the offensive coaching staff in general, like, like those sorts of minds. That's how games are won these days, and that's where you really need the tactical advantage. But, you know, I think when you see what – Salah had a lot of success this year in New York, and I think Quinn has shown that he can, what he did in Dallas, and and just the, if you're looking for just, hey, I'll bring in an offensive coordinator, and I need a leader of men, like, there's nobody better than Quinn to hire. Dan Quinn's just the right type of guy. I I don't know if I would look at it as X's and O's as the leader, like the, the guy that everybody absolutely loves. Uh, but this is interesting. Uh, through through some birdies that had been whispering to us, I thought Sean Payton and the Cardinals was just going to get done. I thought that was going to happen. But flying him in for a second interview, maybe that's not the case. Colin Coward keeps talking about Denver and Payton, Denver and Payton. So maybe I need to separate Sean Payton with Kyler Murray out of my mind. I think the other thing is also, too, is that uh, they all they got with him was a virtual on the day they were leaving for San Francisco. Who? Arizona. And so Arizona interviewed Quinn, but it was a virtual probably from the hotel in San Francisco or, or before they left. Uh, and so it was probably shortened. And so I'm guessing it's, hey, season's over. You finished your uh, exit interviews with the Cowboys. Why don't we just fly you out? So, I like, I mean... It's notable, but I, I don't know that it may make sense just to be like, hey, let's get you here in person to talk instead of just that Zoom interview we had. What do you think about your Dan Quinn's agent representation? You're advising him where? Oh, if I if my choices are Indianapolis, Denver, and Arizona, if I were Dan Quinn's agent, I would advise him to go to Arizona. 
and then, then Denver two, and then Indy. Uh, although I guess you could I think s- I think I'd put in I'd consider Indy one, uh, and then maybe two. Denver's definitely three, unless they're gonna tell me how I get away from Russ. Uh, but Indianapolis, right? It's not gonna. I I don't think it's. What do you think of Ursay and what do you think of Kyler? What does Dan Quinn? What thought? do you think of Ballard? Well, he's the, he's Jesus the, that, according to the, the league. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. What do you think of Ballard? Do you want to say in personnel? If you go to Arizona, you have more of a say in personnel. Is that not something Quinn wants? Does he want to work more with like a a a revered scouting staff the way he has here in Dallas? Like, I mean, those are some of the things. They're, they're attractive things about all three of those jobs. I think I could make a case for all three of them being the top one. How, how are you going to sell me on Denver? Uh, because I think that especially if you're bringing Brian Schottenheimer with you, there's evidence that Schottenheimer knows how to use Russell Wilson and can get him back to. Okay, you can roll your eyes. I'm just saying this is the pitch. I, I, yeah, I can roll my. Is, I, well, yeah, but your pitch, but pitch. your pitch isn't isn't a pitch. The man is done. It's over. Who's but but it's, right? It's 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 finished. Even even still, if Wilson is the guy. Is there anyone better to bring him back other than to know we knew what kind of limitations to play him with in Seattle? I can do that again. He had more back. success. We're talking about he's two years removed from Schottenheimer. It's having it's, him playing it's, high it's, level. It's a dead body. It's a horse. It's a glue stick. It's he's a, not. He's not a dead body. It's the Denver any, Bronco glue stick. He's not any good. He's not a dead body. Okay. Well, like he still has. He still has same thing. He still has a, a good arm. Stick. He still has. He still has legs. <laughs> he still has talent. I want that wheel. Bronco glue. So you, you I, look, he's he's less washed than Tom Brady. Who that's, Russ? Yeah, that's for damn sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's I think not, it, he's not washed from a. He's more is he more mentally washed. Yeah, he's 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 just a he's he's a fragile child right now. That's what he is. Okay, um, he's and his teammates he's hate him. That's the, the most the most ra- the most disturbing thing is that his teammates hate him. I'd rather go gamble on Indianapolis finding a QB, uh, and Kyler Mark Denver for me is three. Yeah, I, look, not, I, I'm not looking, even close. Looking back now, that Indy has the fourth pick. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I would, I would take that over Denver. But Arizona is clearly one. They have a quarterback. Yeah, but is he a cancer? If he's a cancer, then we need to include that in the rust discussion. If this guy is a, if if, if he is a ultimate prima donna, who people hate, Patrick Peterson would tell you that. You may want to stay away from that as well. If he's uncoachable, unreachable, he doesn't want to be a leader. He doesn't want. That's he, fine. Yeah, yeah that's I mean, fine. I mean, okay uh, you are and you're not because I mean, like, I mean, you are, but I'm just saying the in general, it's such a default leadership position in in the National Football League where it's expected of you that it's really tough to just say, well, we just won't have our quarterback be that. Well, he's got to stand in there in the, the huddle and make ten guys believe on every snap. Like that's that's hard if you if you don't have that and you don't want that. That's really hard to deal with. Now, to me. It's by far the best quarterback situation of the three, clearly. Yes. And and the the ability that he has is really intriguing, I would guess, to anybody who wants to build around somebody. Go, oh, I can do this and that with him. Yeah. I, I mean, it's... Where's this leave Sean Payton? Denver. Cabo. Cabo. Dallas. <laughs> no. I mean, he doesn't we might have... need a coordinator. Like, he doesn't have to take a job. Like, he can just sit and wait. Yeah, roll out your uh, example of John Gruden. Every single year... It's true. John Gruden was up for a job. And every single year, he said no. And he got further and further away from the league and more and more desired. Every single year. He was up for college jobs. He was up for NFL. I mean, every year, the Cowboys, oh, the Cowboys did they get John Gruden. I mean, these groomers, they weren't even rumors. Texas. They were groomers. groomers. University groomers. of Texas. University of Tennessee. 
uh, the Dallas Cowboys, this team, that team. I mean, every year it was a new team, and he got more and more and more popular. The hype built. The hype built the further away he got from being an actual NFL head coach. So Sean Payton didn't have to take a job today. Sean Payton could take a job in three years. But the, also the question at that point, like Gruden was happy doing what he was doing. Like, does Sean Payton have that that itch? Like to to stay away is the thing. Is that is he gonna like? I, that would be my thing with Peyton. Is that I would wonder if Peyton would just get such an inkling and like I got to be back on the sideline, got to be back doing my thing, but that he would take a job, maybe a little hastily that he didn't necessarily want. Right. Wait for the right one. Okay. So that's Dan Quinn interviewing again with the Arizona Cardinals as they're apparently uh, getting ready to fly him out again tonight. The George Kittle conspiracy theory, the controversy that the internet has started and put out. Was George Kittle ineligible on the 30-yard... I'm not even going to call it the George Kittle play. That was the Trayvon Duck. That was the Trayvon Ducks play. Um, And look, this is a 30-yard completion. I love... This is what happens when you get eliminated and you're on the losing side of things. This is cheating. This cost us. It was just a 30-yard completion. Set it up, Bobby, what people are trying to argue about. So people are trying to say that Kittle was ineligible because they were saying that he is right, not. Because your follow-up, first, I was destroying Diggs. Your follow-up on Twitter reaction to the play was, how was Hankins on him? How was our. Gallimore, yeah. Gallimore, I'm sorry. Gallimore ended up, like, running around in a circle <laughs> and chasing him, which <laughs> I have no idea how you end up putting Gallimore, who was inactive last week, as a. 330 pound defensive lineman chasing Kittle because he was ineligible. It's cheating. Yeah. That's, that's the only explanation. Yeah, and so uh, the the rule that everybody's pointing to is uh, Article Six, Section One mm. A, Very and that special. is players who are not on either end of their line or at least one yard behind it when the ball is snapped are ineligible. And he is he's behind it. Like I mean, that, I don't know what the I don't know what the argument is necessarily. He he's. He's not closed off. Juszczyk is there behind him. He He's eligible to me. But there there's a complaint that says, no, he's he's cut off from the line of scrimmage. He's not a yard off the ball. He's there. He shouldn't be eligible. And you can tell that he's blocking at first, and then he just he uh, freelances, and he just goes, and that shouldn't have been legal. But I, I agree. I think this is the – well, the, the, the ref respotted the ball. If the ref didn't respot it, <laughs> we spike it, and Dak throws a 35-yard Hail Mary, and we win against it. Like, it's that same sort. It's cognitive dissonance. Are you seeing this the same? I have no idea. I, I, it sounds like a good argument to me, and I want to keep the story going. So, yes, I think he was an ineligible receiver, and the Cowboys got screwed. They need to go back to this point of the game, 9-9, and pick the game up from there. 5-18 to go uh, in the third quarter because, you know, yeah, it, it just it's – Quite frankly, it, uh, it 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 makes things look bad. Uh, it makes the Cowboys look bad, and it makes the referees look bad. And I'm all for making the referees look bad, but I, I want the NFL to come out here and, and explain this. And I want uh, I, I want the Dean Blandino. I want Dean Blandino. You want the- get Hey, Peyton, get Dean Blandino on the phone right now. Get him on the line. Get the red line. The red line. Bob, Bob, line. So, Bobby, you think this is good in the gym? I think I think he's fine. Like, like I mean, I get I get the I get what people are trying to say. I understand the argument, but no, I do I do think he's okay there. I All think right, he's Chop, eligible. Speaking of the referees, Warren Sharp thinks the league needs to outlaw the tackle that got Tony Pollard hurt. Yes, uh, that tackle, uh, the the hip drop tackle, where basically you wrap the guy up from behind 
and then drop uh, your hip like dead body weight, like a, like a like my two year old throwing a tantrum, yeah. right? Yeah. So the, melt down in the grocery store, dead body. Then you know they got rid of the horse collar. Uh, well, you know, basically right after Roy Williams snapped To's leg, uh, they got rid of the horse coll- collar tackle, and this is sort of a an amendment to the horse collar. This is the players figuring out, okay, we can't tackle from the neck, let's do it from the hips. So they wrap them up by the hip from behind, and that'd be nasty. And they drop their hip and they land Dang on their man. leg. It's kind of what happened to Mahomes, and it is what happened to Pollard. So two guys got hurt. Uh, one guy mattered. The other one didn't. Um, Tony Pollard's one that mattered in this game. Patrick Mahomes didn't matter because they went on a 98-yard drive, apparently. So whatever. <laughs> system um, quarterback. System quarterback. System absolutely. quarterback. So Warren Sharp's like, they've got to get rid of this. And everyone seemingly is like, yeah, you know, you're probably right, but, like, you're going to make – I mean, defensive guys have no chance anymore anyway. Uh, but I, I think he's right. I mean, like, this is a dangerous tackle. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, Justin March, the former Cowboys linebacker, he was on Twitter during the game. He said uh, that he he thinks it should be outlawed. That's a linebacker saying he thinks it should be outlawed. He said, I can't tell you how many, like, ankle injuries I've seen when guys, you know, yank and drop down. He said, when you do that, you he said, I've seen so many guys get their ankles snapped doing that. Can't outlaw it. Uh, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. It's just too tough to police. First off, you're screwing the defense again, and then – They've already done a nice job, I think, in terms of judging helmet-to-helmet full speed, uh, all the other things that they have to be on top of. And then you want me to determine if you drop your body weight when you grab someone by the hips. It's too difficult. It's way too tough. It's unfortunate. It's a tackle. This is one of the ways you bring someone down and tackle them to the ground. I just think it's too difficult. Uh, You're screwing the defense again. I just think think it has to stay. I think it's too tough. You are screwing the defense, but you know injuries are – for owners, they do not want to see offensive players get hurt. Sure. Defensive players, you know, we've, we've got so much, you know, no, you know, history and studies on this that, you know, just give me depth on defense and stars on offense, and you can't have your stars getting hurt by a preventable tackle. Yeah, I'm with you. It's too hard to play defense now, but, I mean, if it's if it's that or having Patrick Mahomes get hurt for the AFC Championship game – then I'm going to outlaw the tackle. 877-881-1053, truckwreck.com text line to hit us up right here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby. Thank you all for being Tolos. That stands for turn it on, leave it on. Another reason to hate Dan Orlovsky, and it has to do with food. And why is Bobby's high school in the news for a breaking scandal happening this morning? Let's see what Bobby knows about it. Next on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela 
is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Headlines coming up at 7 o'clock. Little station argument broke out over jeans and washing them. 7.20 during the expressway. And no Jerry Jones today. Jerry has canceled on us. Just like Steven did yesterday on the KMC Masterpiece. Doesn't mean anything. We'll get into it coming up in about 20 minutes. But Bobby Belt, something going on at your kid's school right now? Well, it's not his school at the moment. He's still in alternative schooling. Mm. Uh, How's that going, by the way, after he got uh, caught with the vape? Wife is uh, wife is really irritated because it's a it's like a 10-minute drive. Oh, and, gosh. And you have to... No, 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 no. <laughs> it's a 10-minute drive, and you have to get... If you're not there 20 minutes early, you will get stuck, you know, a mile deep in a car line that then you're not picking them up till 20 minutes after the school day ends. And so she's like, it ends up being like a 45 minute trip just to pick him up from school because you got to get there early and park and wait and then like move forward. And so make him walk. I guess he could vape. Yeah, walk. he could. Yeah, he could. And we're, we're, we're not going to allow mean, him to have kids not ride in. bikes anymore. Ride, ride the bike. Ride the bike, man. I don't even know that this school lets you leave on your own. Oh. Like, I think you do have to be picked up. Is Somebody he has- like in line, like he's reformed. You can I feel it. You can sense it. <laughs> no, I don't know. We'll a shirt in now. We'll we'll see. Shaving, yeah. making yeah. his bed. I don't know. He he got a new. Uh, he was actually uh, excited to show me the CD Lamb shirt he got from Rally House the other day. Rally House, a uh, a, a station sponsor here. Uh, he was excited to show me that yesterday. But no, it was not tucked in. He was just wearing it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is a uh, this is a a bit of a distressing story. Uh, WFAA and uh, a couple other stations yesterday had the story. The headline, North Texas youth pastor, high school coach, and volunteer firefighter among 46 arrested in commercial sexting, Homeland Security says. So they were set up uh, about 10 days ago at a hotel in Southlake and a hotel in Frisco. And they were just basically doing the to catch a predator thing. Um, where they, you know, interact, set up a, a meeting online and say, hey, come on out. This is, these are the terms of it, everything else, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then when they show up, the cops are there and they're like, you dumbass, and they arrest you. And so that was what was the, the story. But the, the, the tie-in for me, the local tie-in, is that the uh, Marcus football, which, as you can see here, wearing uh, a Marcus football oh, yeah. hoodie today. Oh, wow. The Marcus who? Marcus the Marauders. Football. Marauders. Marauders? The Marauders, yeah. What lame. is that? Like, uh, what did you say? That's lame. Oh. Lame mascot. Lame. Everything's lame. Pay-pay. Lame. It's lame. The Marauders. Mm-hmm. The Marauders. Uh, no, but the, uh, the Marcus High School uh, offensive coordinator, uh, Tim Morrison, was uh, the high school football coach that was uh, arrested in this sting. So, Whoa. yeah, that's not great. Um, but it, uh, you know, uh, it, it, it went quietly. Then Now, what the interesting thing was it was kind of blowing up yesterday with tw- on Twitter. Just somebody was tweeting about it and going like, why isn't this getting more attention? Blah, blah, blah. And I guess some local elementary 
school principal in uh in LISD was like chirping about like why are you embarrassing the family and people make mistakes and blah blah, blah. and then that got extra blown up of oh look now somebody with the school district is defending the uh the, oh, the, no. the yeah and so it became a whole thing in the uh in the community yesterday so uh, I didn't realize I was actually wearing the Marcus High School uh, <laughs> yeah, hoodie way, until I was walking in this morning. Way to support, Bobby. I was I was more, I was more worried about uh, uh, shaving head. my head than yeah. uh, than what uh, hoodie I was wearing. Um, but yeah, once I once I realized I had it, I mean, go Marauders still, you know. Uh, they, they, yeah, I still root for my they, high school, they, even though know, our coach was a you know. Right. Shower film and pedophile. Yes. Uh they they uh you know the it wasn't the the players. It, it wasn't any of them that did it. So uh still go team, but uh yeah, a little bit of a uh a bad story coming out of the the school mm. yesterday. Okay. There By the way, I, lo- I, lo- I had to look up Marauders for it. I knew it was a raider, but I was like looking for the exact definition. The exact definition of a marauder is a person who marauds. <laughs> Doesn't really help out. <laughs> I think if you didn't know what that really meant in the first place. What does it mean? Like a raider. It's, like, like it's a, a raider, like a... Okay. Yeah. Uh, a person who marauds. A band of English marauders were surprised and overcome is how you can use it in a sentence. So uh, as if you didn't have enough reason to despise Dan Orlovsky in town, he uh, he deleted... I, I found it funny. He never responded to my tweet yesterday uh, as he tried to troll the radio station. I went back and look, he deleted his tweet <gasps> coming after us. But the Dan Orlovsky message that has gone viral is what he does to his tacos. He is a <laughs> Bobby Belt, Kevin Hagelin-esque eater, mm. known to have horrific, horrific plain food taste. Uh, Orlovsky, he's just not, he's not, not a food person. And the other night he tweeted, cucumbers in tacos, that's where it's at. And it's got this hideous photo. I mean, terrible photo. It's, all, it's an awful yeah, photo. I feel, I feel bad for the camera. Chopped up cucumbers in his taco yeah now normally i support you doing whatever you want with food i don't criticize food because i can't taste what's in your mouth uh and if it tastes good to you then then fine uh this is just weird food subjective yeah food's very food's a gamble it's a gamble i get it i don't I don't, I don't, Bobby likes, you know, likes to go to chain restaurants because it's all the same. But why, then why do I get criticism from you guys all the time if it's just, oh, it's subjective, well, you know? Well, I'm not well, agreeing with Choppy. I am, I'm, I'm a food elitist. Y- oh, but it yeah, is you, you are for I'm sure. I'm a food shamer. You are for sure, which by the way, I just want to point out that this exact line is the same line that Dayball was using last week when talking about Philly. So once again, as much as you hate Dayball, you're proving more and more how much you're just like him. How? Because he said the same thing. I'm not one to judge somebody's uh, food I, taste. I'm not, I'm not, uh, not, not going to do that. So you're, yeah. you're Dable. That's fine. He can ha- <laughs> he can, he can find his way into a correct opinion every now and then. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, nobody. But look at this plate. This is yeah. the. First off, is there anyone. How many people don't use paper plates? That's really what this is about. Well, it's about the cucumbers. I don't use them. You well, you have a you have a, a, a he uses a, fine right. china. You have a maid. The palace, so you have a yeah, maid. Right. My dad refused to use it. If my so, mom so ever does my mom. if my mom ever handed my dad uh, a, a, a food on a paper plate, he would pick it up and hand it right back to her. God, we were he, uh, he, does not, he was like I I do not go to work to eat on paper plates after uh, without washing the dish though he ain't he washing. didn't do a damn thing <laughs> after uh, after Chichi had the uh, the latest baby we went and took him like dinner one night and. Uh, Kristen was like getting stuff ready and she's like, oh, I gotta go to the store and get plates. I was like, why do you get plates? She's like, 
they just had a baby. They're not going to want to do dishes. And so she like brought that. And that yeah. was, it was, it was like the wife communication. Cause Eric's wife was like, Oh, and you brought paper plates. Thank you. Like they were thrilled. Or, that. So but, wife loves paper plates. Or, I, I don't care. Orlovsky's plate is this very colorful paper plate. Some, some uncle Ben's rice pilaf and this, this taco with cut up cucumber in it. So, I love cucumbers. I don't know if I put them on a taco or not. Put them on a taco. So Can't that's imagine. Orlovsky getting roasted again for another food opinion. It's funny. When I tweeted you guys about there's nothing to eat in the entire city, John Owning from Pro Football Focus replied, and he said, if you're in San Francisco proper, this might be the worst food take of all time on an app that has Dan Orlovsky. So that is his. Oh, that uh, is 100% his, his MO. You, you, it, yeah, San Francisco is great food. To, I, I have no idea about San Jose. I, like, I can get rice aroni anywhere, though. That's right? not really San Francisco. paper plates where it's at if we don't have them because i'm not gonna touch a dish so i just gotta i gotta instacart them i'll instacart paper i only have three plates really i had four one of them broke no way you have three yeah like i said i used to have four but now now i have three you know when when, i I need to buy more i obviously need to buy more you broke it like you dropped it or you were angry no yeah like i it, it it dropped, broke in the uh, dishwasher. So not American like Beauty, like throw no, okay. a good right. reference, but no. All okay. right, what is this Demar Hamlin conspiracy theory? <laughs> conspiracy theories in the six o'clock hour this morning. So there is a uh, already uh, as uh, and I know occasionally they pop up on the fan text too. We we had a couple of them during the uh, Demar Hamlin incident. A couple uh, of what? A couple of people who say, you know why, you know why he dropped. It had nothing to do with football or anything oh, else. Oh, COVID people. He was vaccinated. Vaccinated. And he's he's another one of those. And so because of that, he's been kind of subject to a lot of theories uh, related to that. And the most recent one he got caught up in is that while everyone else was thrilled to see him in attendance for the Bengals and Bills game, he wasn't really there. <laughs> no. No, this was a body double that you never really see his face. Because it was covered snowing. Up. Snowing. It was snowing. You could not. He's wearing he, a mask. He, Why didn't he speak? He didn't speak to anybody. He did the heart. No, but it was. If you look, the heart, the structure of his hand heart looked different than it had previously. The emoji. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. It, it didn't look the same. But people were like, "Why isn't he talking? He didn't. He didn't talk." I will say this. I will say this. In watching Michael Irvin NFL Network pregame, and they were like, "Demar Hamlin is in the building." They they. This is what I remember. They shot. His family walking in. I never saw they Demar. I only saw his family on camera. I only mm. saw the family walking in. I did not see Demar. And then we saw him in the midst of the snow. It feels like I'm doing a show with uh, Larry Johnson right now and John Stockton. The, uh, between the conspiracy theories and the vaccination. We, we ha- Here's some of the tweets we had. People reacting to the pictures. Have you ever gone to Larry Johnson's Instagram? I have. Oh, I have. my lord. Yeah, they're, 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 it's, it's out there, man. No oxygen tank. No interview. No clear visual of Damar Hamlin's face. Weird. Somebody else goes, uh, Damar Hamlin was born in McKees Rocks, Pennsylvania. His parents are Mario and Nina. And then they have this little image here. And they're like, this is a death record database. Did Damar Hamlin pass away? Is this really Damar Hamlin at the <laughs> Buffalo game? So that's the uh, the new theory is that he's got like, I guess, you know, six dozen body doubles a la Saddam Hussein. Like, uh, yeah. it's one of those things. Look, but... I, I support all conspiracy theories. and I want to keep them all going. Oh, I do too. I love conspiracy yeah, theories. Yeah, I, mean, I like, I want to be able to go on the internets and just see article after article after article about this. So, conspiracy theory? 
or just, you know, likely. I don't know. Or just stupid, like a lot of people in this country are, just flat out stupid. You're a sheep, Sean. I yeah. wonder, I wonder, I wonder Sheeple. if every country has this amount of morons that can be brainwashed and has their crazy conspiracy theories. Probably. Probably. No, that's not true. We have more. You think? <laughs> 100%. All these other countries, they're simps. They just go with whatever the government tells them. Yeah. Okay? That's why we're Americans. We fought back. Okay? We fought back against 3%. Do USA. Okay? USA. We fought back against the British. Everybody else in, in Great Britain and Europe Preach! and Asia, they just say, oh, okay, we're just going to take what you give us, but not us because we're Americans, and we don't deal with that. And we will question our government. And I'm proud to be an American. Why did you go at least I know I'm free? Ikea house. And we're gonna live here in America. Why did Jerry Joe? <laughs> oh my God. It's gonna be such a great place. Remember again? <laughs> number forty-seven. Yes, such a great place. Why did Jerry cancel on us? Ugh. Zeke wants to come back. Will McClay on what they need to add and the Stars losing overtime. Headlines on a Tolo Tuesday next. Of course, now I have to speak. Uh, Trajan Wealth, the wealthiest, the wealthiest country. You want to be the best off, the absolute best. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.